Tapos two stories yung bahay na, the whole place smelled like um, suha. Sabi, sabi ni sisigaw siya, Pilipino, ano ba yan niluluto mo? Kaganon, sisigaw sila. Sabi ko, hoy, national dish namin to ah. Mahimik ka dyan. Eh. Welcome to Taralat's Talk Podcast, the show that aims to share a Filipino's perspective on the ironies, the triumph, and the complexities of life. And being a Filipino expat, I'm your host, Belle. I'm Lynette. And ako si Mark. Hey, welcome back to Taralat's Talk Podcast. Today, we have a very special guest. Mark. Ako na ba? Yes. Alam ko. So, yung alam ko na yan, yung hirit ko na alam ko, dito ko sa guest natin nakuha. So, siya, siya yung nag-ingrain sa akin yan. Anyways, yung team kasi natin ngayon, yung parang surviving during migration. Halimbawa, nag-migrate ka, this is how you parang to adapt and to survive. Mm-hmm. So, our guest is a former English teacher sa Brazil and Colombia. Tapos, uh, he's also a former trainer for a prominent call center. Uh, I believe it's e-telecare. And he's also a book author, mga kaibigan. Let's welcome our guest uh, for today, Mr. Rai Gutierrez. Hi, Rai! Sir, kumusta? Welcome! La, 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 la! Wow! Mr. Miskunes, si Mike, grabe. Anyway, nga ako, I'm fascinated. This is so high-tech. May, may OBS na pala, may Zencaster pa. <laughs> So, boss, uh, actually, itong storya mo na to na ibabahagi sa atin ngayon, medyo alam ko na to kasi pag nagiinuman tayo, eh, lagi nating napagkwentuhan to. Ibahagi mo naman sa atin na, di ba, nagpunta ka sa Cambodia, di ba? You decided to migrate there, di ba? So, uh, what made you decide to go to Cambodia and leave the Philippines? Yeah, so um, we are very fortunate. Uh, we have a Filipino mini-mart in Cambodia. So we would import Filipino food and then distribute it all around Cambodia. Tapos may store din kami doon. Uh, we had a retail store. And um, we serviced, at that time, we were the only Filipino store in Cambodia. And um, there are a lot of garment workers there. Diba yung states, punta kang Abercrombie and Fitch made in Cambodia. Alam mo $50 yung shirt, tapos makikita mo made in Cambodia. Lahat yun, um, Cambodian yung, Cambodians yung factory workers, pero yung mga managers nun, puro Filipino, or yung mga master, may tinatawag sila yung master cutter. Basta yung magaling pumutol ng damit. Puro Pilipino yun. Basta yung repetitive work sa Cambodians yun, pero yung mga artistic or kailangan maganda yung gawa, Pilipino, skilled Pilipino yun. So, and dami like uh, we had to open pa nga a second branch near the gar- garment factories kasi sobrang daming Pilipino and fortunately nung inopen namin yung second branch na yun, which is my decision completely talagang nag-explode siya and that was one of the first times that my mom said okay mm-hmm. i can kind of this guy knows what he's doing you know kind of pero grabbing nervous ko noon kasi like that was my first big decision baby mo eh no baby that was my baby and the rent was like 60% less. Tapos, sobrang baba nung compared sa Nom Pen kasi parang outskirts na siya ng Nom Pen. Pero sabi ko, nag-logic lang ako na saka, ay, yung, yung Pinoy na garment workers, they can't keep going to Nom Pen na 40 minutes away, one hour away, or they can do it during pag-day off nila, doon lang sila pupunta. 
why not go close to them? So yun, binuksan ko and it exploded. Mm-hmm. You'll never know success talaga unless you take a risk, di ba? Yeah, yeah. At pare ko, ma- maano lang ako, mapa-off topics, sandali. Naalala ko yung sinabi mo about entertainers. Pag Pilipino, wala ng audition, tama ba? Tanggap agad? Ah, uh, yeah. That's my um, my best cousin in Vietnam. So, uh, I had a cousin na uh, he's a professional musician, hmm. no? Tapos, uh, encourage, he went to Cambodia because of me. And then he moved to Vietnam. Um, tapos, he was saying na pag, pag nag-audition, nasabihin daw ng Vietnamese, what? What race? Filipino? Okay, tanggap na yan. <laughs> Pero pag West, pag putira, Western, American, kasi hindi mo alam yung uh, parang they had to make a distinction, pro ba to or hobbyist? Parang ganon, pag puti. Mm-hmm. Kasi alam mong may ibang trabaho yan eh. Hindi naman musician yan, IT yan or puti, teacher yan eh. Yeah. So, hindi nila mag-gauge kung kano kagaling. So, ang gagawin daw sa puti, ah, sige, uh, isang gig ka muna, pakikinggan ka namin. So you have to play one gig, mga three hours yun, for free to demonstrate mm-hmm. how good you are. Tapos nun sa kanila, kukunin. <laughs> yung Pilipina daw, pag nag-audition, sabi nung pinsan, parang CD, pare, parang CD. Ay, ay mo sabihin, CD, wala na CD. Hindi <laughs> 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 yung tunog, yung kung ano yung marinig mo sa album, yun din yung maririnig mo sa aktual. Uh, parang si Lynette lang. <laughs> Bakit? Ba't ako? <laughs> Singer, singer. Singer ka ba? Ay, men. Oo. Ah, grabe. Oo. Kapit, ah. Oo nga, parang sa tone ng voice, eh. Maririnig mo na pwedeng siya. Uh, di ba? <laughs> Anyways, so nung first time mo dumating sa Cambodia, did you ever felt na unwelcome ka doon? Uh, actually, um, the whole time. The whole time. Kasi, um, you know, Cambodia, I call Cambodia fourth world country. Na parang, alam mo, mahirap tayo. You go to Cambodia, mas mahirap nila. Really? So, yeah, that's why I invented the term fourth world. Eh. Kasi kung tayo third world, sila, I'm sure, fourth world. I didn't study the statistics, no? Pero you, you, you're kind of sure, like, um, Brazil and Colombia kind of saw na second world, tapos America was first world. Basahe, ganun na sila sa utak ko. Mm. Anyway, to answer your question, kasi sa Cambodians, and you know, the Don't get me wrong, they're the nicest people, they're kind, parang Pinoy mm-hmm. sila, you know, very hospitable. But the whole time, you get the feeling na ang tingin nila sa'yo is dollar sign. Na paano ko ba, paano ko ba pagkakitahan to? Paano ko ba perahan to? I see. Paano ko ba, like, uh, you have this, we call it um, foreigner tax, eh, yung mga OFW doon na pag may bibilin ka sa palengke or sa ano, uh, alam mo na papatungan yung yung bilis eh. So, what I would do is yung we had some local employees nga, sila yung pabibilhin ko. Kasi, automatic yun, 50% discount eh. Uh, they get the best price. Yeah. Exactly. So, we always na parang, I would always have to separate na sabi, oh, bilhin mo to, bilhin mo to. Na we didn't, we had to pretend na we didn't know each other. Kasi ano yun eh, um, another thing is their language, yung Khmer, it's so hard na no matter how how much you study it, isang bitaw mo pa lang ng word, mali yung tone, alam nila na foreigner ka. Alam nila. Huli, huli ka hagay. Kasi ako, like uh, with other languages, like yung nasa States ako or nasa some point in Brazil, I was fluent in Portuguese, na they think you're a local eh. So hindi ka na naluloko. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't able to do that in Cambodia. 
parang in three years, you know, after after mga one year, I stopped trying to get the language down. Kasi parang inefficient siya eh. I know like basic basic camera, yung how to get around, like tourist, mm-hmm. ano. Pero yung mga important, ano na, dealings, Cambodian. Ano. Like how to, yung talagang parang uh, wa- talk as a lo- local ba? Oo, uh, uh, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, kasi in Brazil, number one Japanese outside of Japan is in Brazil eh. Nagkaroon mm-hmm. ng mass migration. Alin, ang Japanese? So, yeah. yeah, yeah, Japanese in Brazil. Uh, you know how number one Filipinos outside of the Philippines are in the uh-huh. U.S.? So, ganun ng Japan. Sila nag-move nag nag sa Brazil nung World War II kasi talagang walang makain. Ah, okay. And so, uh, at some point, naging fluent ako sa Portuguese. Akala nila Japanese ako. Ah, okay. Because of your looks na Asian, nakala nila yeah. doon ka lumaki. Yeah. They call, they call it Japa for Japanese. The short word is Japa. Yeah. So, states ganun din. I studied there. So, parang if I have to, I can bust out an American accent. Uh-huh. <laughs> You know, I got I got my black accent. I got my Mexican name. What's up, say? I got I got my white accent. You know, you gotta use big words like ubiquitous and onus and gotta pronounce. You know, but it's very hard for me to speak white for a long time. You know? Sample nga ng uh, ano yon Cambodian ano accent. Oh man, I can't. It's so hard. Uh, ano eh? It's it's nasal na high like. Parang ano ba yan? Pareho ng Thai? No. Yes, yes, yes. Oh. They are, they are. Sobra galing. Um, mag ano sila, like you can tell na si Cambodian yung original, tapos si Thai yung, uh, the way I explain it is kind of like British English. Like, di ba sila yung original? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Tapos nag- nagkaroon ng American English, Canadian, Australia. So ito, yung Cambodian yung original, tapos yung Thai yung parang naging pinsan niya. And may kita mo siya through the writing. Kasi sulat nila uud-uud eh, yung mga gano'n-gano'n. Ma- after a while, makikita mo na yung, yung Thai pala, simplified writing lang. Parang simplified so, Chinese. So, parang Chinese and Japanese, di ba? Kasi di ba Chinese, tapos yung Japanese parang simplified Chinese, di ba? Tama ba? I, I, I might be wrong, ha? I might be wrong, pero parang parang yun lang naisip ko. Um, yung Cambodian is uh, more detailed. Tapos makikita mo eh, kasi we used to go to Thailand a lot. Bas lang yun eh, tawid lang yun. Borders lang sila, tsaka Vietnam, binabas-bas lang yun. So, yung mga dot-dot kulang sa Thai, yung mga konting ganun kulang. Pero sa, sa Cambodian, kompleto. Pare, nung, syempre, uh, when you guys migrated, everyone knows uh, na mahirap eh. Lalo na pag first first migration nyo. So, ano yung, what what did you guys do to cope up? Or uh, ano yung nag-strengthen sa inyo? Were you, like, when you moved na homesick ba kayo? Or... Yeah, absolutely. There was a time, one year straight kami sa Cambodia. So, number one is the food, of course. Pero number two is, ang laking tulong sa amin yung TFC. Uh, we would watch it 24-7. And it really connects you to home. And ngayon, no problem na sa YouTube. Eh. You can watch all the shows anytime. Pero nung time na yun, you had to subscribe via cable. Eh. So, we had to subscribe to that cable company na may TFC. Uh, it's so funny because um, so all sa lahat ng kahirapan ni Cambodia, very high-tech din siya. Like yung internet niya galing sa Vietnam and Thailand. So sobrang bilis. Yeah, mabilis ang internet sa Vietnam. Nagulat ako. Yeah, sobrang bilis. Kasi nang bagal sa Pilipinas. Tapos yung mga solar, yung mga satellite, ang bibilis nila. Yung, alam mo, hindi ko na naabutan doon yung aircon natin na ano yung kwadrado. 
yung lumang, walang ganun sa Cambodia, ano na kagad sila, yung window, yung maha, yung split. Na nung time na yun, pagdating sa atin, sa Pinas, amahal right. pa nun eh. Talaga mayaman ka talaga pag may ganun ka eh. Tapos, um, hindi na sila nagmalaking TV, yung malapad, yung mm-hmm. mataba. Payat na, LCD na. Diretso na sila sa LCD. So, noong mga 2008, nung mahal pa yung LCD sa atin, dumibili kami sa Cambodia tapos we would send it back to the Philippines ah. for our personal consumption. Pero ang dami naming flat screen on left and right. Kasi sobrang mura sa kanila. So, yun yung mga small things na kala mo mahirap pero in some aspects, mas mayaman sila sa... Right, right. Aside from TFC, what else do you guys do para ano, ma-overcome your homesickness? Uh, yeah, TFC. And then the daily is yung Filipino food. Um, order kami. And also to support Filipino businesses. Nung bandang huli, we ordered from all the restaurants. So you wanted to support Filipino businesses. Yeah. And then I think sobrang big deal yung, well, especially in Nompe na. Every Sunday, there's a Filipino mass. Um, mm-hmm. So may, yeah, merong, merong um, campus doon, pangalan Don Bosco. Mm-hmm. Yung really owned by the Bosconians. Right. Tapos yung priest doon, Filipino. Tapos pupunta kami doon, once a week yun, every Sunday, 10am, yung choir Filipino. Mm-hmm. Tapos lahat na nagmimisa. Para na sa Pilipinas, yung nagmimisa, puro Filipino. Tapos yung pare Filipino. Pero may sprinkling ng black, French, mm-hmm. white, iba-ibang lahi. No? Pero mostly Filipino. Tapos lahat, tapos yung kanta, iba yung kanta ng Pinoy eh, di ba? Yung, tapos yung, siyempre yung choir, feel na feel, yung bigay, tapos mga Filipino songs. Minsan, no, may mga Filipino songs. Pero mostly yung Catholic songs, yung mass songs, pag kinanta nila, you really, for that one hour, para nasa Pilipino. Mm-hmm. That, it's for for just that one yeah. hour. Right. Tapos nun after nun, OFW hat ka mm-hmm. So, those three things, yung Filipino mass, yung food, tsaka yung TFC, and Uh, going to abroad as a couple really, really help um, instead of going by yourself. Yeah, so I would suggest to FWs na if you have the chance to bring your partner, bring yeah. them. Kahit walang gagawin, kahit alagaan lang yung bata, sobrang laking bagay yun. Kasi sa Cambodia, madali magdala ng partner. Eh. So they could always bring their spouses. Pero as much as you can, kahit mag-aral na lang yung asawa mo or you know, student visa, try to bring them. Ang laking bagay. I remember like in Brazil, I was cooking adobo. This, because I missed, ad- like I never cook, but I had to learn how to cook in Brazil. And I had four foreign roommates. Yung adobo, ang baho sa kanila. Did I tell you this story? Hindi pa, pare. Hindi pa. Kasi can you imagine, if you're, kasi we take this for granted, this nothing to us. Eh. Ano, pag start ka ng adobo, anong una mong ilalagay? Um, yung, yung, ako kasi, I marinate sa suka and soy sauce. Di ba magigisa ka muna? No, hindi I marinated first. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, suka. Let's let's start there. Ha? So, luto ha. Pun- lagay ako suka. Tapos two stories yung bahay na. The whole place smelled like um, suka. Sabi, sabi ni sisigaw siya, Filipino. Ano ba yan niluluto mo? Kaganon, sisigaw sila. Sabi ko, hoy, national dish namin to. Ha? Mahimik ka dyan. Eh. Tapos, hindi no, pa tapos yun. Kasi di kasi ako, una ko nilalagay toyo. Yeah. Eh. So sa toyo pa lang, iba na yung amoy nila. And then, pagkasigaw nila, lalagyan ko pa na suka. Mm. Sige, suka. Lado na sila magagalit. Ah, ang baho na ako. Ang baho pa. <laughs> <laughs> Tapos yung garlic. Uh, garlic. Uh, 
Tapos lalagyan ko pa ng pepper. By this point, nagmumura na sila. Ano ba yan? Ano ba yung bawal ng bahay natin? Ganun-ganun. Kasi maliit lang yung bahay natin, pero two stories, umaalingasaw talaga sa buong house. No? And the best thing about adobo, at some point, pagluto niya, ang bango. Yun na nga. Pa- pero pagkaluto, yeah. ang bango na, di ba? Yeah. Ang bango, di ba? Parang ano na So yung... Yung apat ko na roommates, bababa na, uy, ang bango niyan, Filipino, <laughs> ano yung niluto mo? <laughs> Sabi ko, wala kayong kakainin. <laughs> Nilight-light nyo ako, ha? Nilight-light nyo yung national dish namin, ha? Tapos ngayon, ang bango pala. Yeah, I would rub it in. Tapos, um, there were those times when I really miss Pinas. So, mag-adobo ako. Maggagawa mm-hmm. pa ako nung, di pa tapos. Ala nila, okay na. di lalabas pa ang frying pan. Oh, bakit hindi ka pa tapos magluto? Anin, lalagay ko. Ano adobo yan? rice. Bawang. Mm-hmm. Yes, adobo rice. Adobo rice. Oh. Uh, and for them kasi, parang sabi nila, why are you putting garlic in rice? That is the weirdest thing. Uh-huh. Ito po sabihin ko sana, well, why do you put salt in rice? Ay, uh. Like, we never put salt in our rice. In Brazil, they put salt in their rice. Eh. So, So weird, di ba, sa atin na mm. lalagyan mo ng ano. Well, sa kanila, mas weird yung lalagyan ng garlic, yung yung rice. And then, I told them, I told them, you try it kasi sa, your your mouth will explode. Mm-hmm. Kasi paglagay mo pa lang ng garlic rice, mag, mag ano, ano na yun. Lalagyan mo pa yung asim, asim tamis ng adobo. Eh ako, lalagyan mo pa na sili, adobo oh. ko. Kompleto mm. sa, manghang pa yung adobo mm. ko. So, Tapos yun, parang I realized from my friends or from other people na what makes adobo really good is it has all five flavors. Yes. It's one of the rare dishes na sweet, sour, yes. salty. bitter, salty, spicy. Yes. Sa akin ako. Kasi yeah. I put ano eh. And I realized na yun pala yung reason bakit din masarap yung Thai food for me. Kasi ah, ang daming Thai food, five flavors din. Mm-hmm. Sweet, spicy, mm-hmm. salty, gano'n. So, ako, grabe pala yung variety no, mm. ng, ng food natin. Next question, Net. No more na. Ikaw na. Ah, ako na pala. Adrams <laughs> 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 ka. Da- parang, parang ako dapat yung high, di ba? Kasi ano eh, patulog <laughs> na dapat. Kasi ako, kasi kung diba? yung <laughs> so... <laughs> This is so fun. This is so fun. I'm having so much fun. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. In 2010, you received a recommendation from one of your teachers. And what he said was, Rai is a grounded and focused person. He knows what he's about and has skills to see his projects through. Tapos, you wrote several books and you were awarded Best ebook in 2012. Your resume is also very impressive. Um, you've helped even like a worker level up to manager. So. What advice can you give others, whether they are educated or not, who are currently struggling sa career nila or parang hindi sila natatanggap makapag-abroad? Is there any advice you can give them? Yeah, um, because this is one of my regrets. Eh. Parang, especially for OFWs, when you get to a place, you have to continue learning. Um I think Zig Ziglar said na the problem with people is they stop working when they get the job. So parang like for me, for example, no, um, when I was in Brazil, I was like, yeah, I made it. You know, I planned the whole year of my life. I was so happy. When I get, when I got there, I didn't like, 
for example, I could have studied Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And it was so funny because I studied Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in LA with the Gracies, no? And I got to white belt, you know, basically. But when I got to Brazil, isipin mo one year ako doon, mm-hmm. I could have studied BJJ, diba? And then imagine if I came back to the Philippines na, oh my God, galing kang Brazil, pwede ka talaga magturo. I was one. Number two, I could have studied football there. Daming football schools I could have yeah. played. O pagbalik ko, coachana ako. Um, yung Portuguese, I studied two, two lessons. Pero I could have had certification na, you know, you're a speaker of Portuguese, right. blah, blah, blah. So it's the same thing with my Spanish. Um, so states, I, I regret na the, I was supposed to get a TEFL, like a teaching English as a foreign language certification. Because when you get that, you can basically travel the world and just teach English. So parang tinamad ako, as like $200 katamad naman. So yun yung ano sa akin, like I, I plan and I, you know, I try to, and then, but when I get there, parang ano na, relax na. And I, that's one of my regrets. I could have studied continuously. Like when in a country, for example, in in Dubai, no, parang master Arabic, mm-hmm. right? And then immediately, yung value mo sa employer mo or sa boss mo, you start speaking the language. It goes up. Tataas. Yeah. And I, I'll give you an example. Like a very good friend of ours in Palawan, she was an OFW in Taiwan. She was a factory worker. Tapos, um, nakaipon siya ng pera, umuwi siya ng Pilipinas, no? But she studied culinary kasi passion niya magluto, eh. So now, so nanalo siya ng contest yung sa culinary school niya, may contest sila. Tapos from there, tuloy-tuloy na yung karir niya in terms of ngayon, nagki-catering na lang siya per order na lang siya. And uh, in Palawan, she makes the meanest um, o- osubuko, mm-hmm. yung mga Spanish dishes. Yung ma- she makes the best lasagna. Mm-hmm. So, kumbaga, parang sobrang hindi na siya OFW. Ano na siya, tawag na namin sa kanya ngayon, chef, and then she put up her own restaurant in Palawan. So, yung parang no, never stop learning. Kasi, no matter how old you are, or I know it's hard as an OFW, it's really hard kasi, you know, you're learning a different language, culture, but you really have to fight for your dreams, eh, in terms of you can't be complacent, you can't be, you can't say I've made it, because you never really make it. It takes a lot of courage to be uncomfortable. Eh, to, di ba nga sabi ni Bo Sanchez, parang the, your, the perfect spot where you need to be is just outside your comfort zone. Just just a bit outside it. So just a little bit. And yun nga, um, I guess, I stay in my comfort zone when I get to another country. Kasi, you know, like, when you're in OFW, you wear so many hats. But I guess the two main hats is, you know, when you're outside, you have the OFW hat na parang, oh yeah, I'm from the Philippines, I work, I have a foreign boss, or I gotta get along, ganun, ganun. Parang, you're not yourself, eh. it's your survival hat, eh, di ba? But when you get home, you put on your Filipino hat na, ah, I can just be myself. So, yun. Right, uh, you have a YouTube channel, di ba? It's very, and I would say it's very helpful para sa mga OFWs. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, it's called Phil Combined Center. So basically, we process SS, Phil Health, and Pag-ibig of OFW. And um, naging offshoot business ko yun dahil nga sa Filipino store namin si Phil Mart. Ako naman si Phil Cam. Mm-hmm. Uh, kasi nga, Phil Cambodia. Pero I noticed kasi na, you know, OFWs, daming pera. Pero pag uwi, may utang pa or walang savings. 
Um, I wish I could say to all OFWs na very basic, 120 contributions yung SS, yeah. i-meet mo yon. Kasi pag dat- pagbalik mo ng Pinas, may pension ka. Lifetime pension until mamatay ka. So, 120 lang ha. Ibig sabihin nun, like, um, you don't have to finish it 10 years straight, no? Kasi, you, kunyari, in 20 years, you can finish the 120. But you can even add a little bit more if you want. Um, kasi if you don't get to the 120, ang gagawin ng SS, lump sum ka. Yung lahat ng hinulog mo, ibibigay nila one time. And then they'll say, go away. Wala na kaming responsibilidad sa'yo. Pero pag lumagpas ka ng 120, naka 121 contributions ka, yung per month yung binabayaran, biglang lifetime, obligado na sila sa'yo. Babayaran ka nila. And you know, it's it's a, like 8 to 10,000 a month. You know, when you retired, that pays. Kasi usually when you retired, bayad na yung bahay mo. Hindi ka bayad na yung kotse mo, di ba? So yung mga 8 to 10,000 na yun, maliit nga, pero it pays for the electricity, pays for the internet, pang grocery, yeah. pang grocery. Yeah, utilities. Yeah. Basic needs. Yeah. Pang gamot. Ba- gamot, gamot. Yeah, I remember my dad. Pang gamot niyan. So hindi mo rin pwedeng smallin yung SEO, if tabay, ang lakas ng kita niyan. Like me, myself, hindi ako naghulog sa SS. Eh. Like I didn't care about that when I was in Cambodia. Pero ngayon, uh, yun nga, at least yung SS, ma, ma ano yung 120 contributions. And we help OFWs with that. We make it simple, Google form lang, transfer the money, and then that's mm-hmm. it. Um, if needed, we even ask the SSS for the records. Uh, kung gano'n, marami na yung binayaran mm-hmm. mo, ganito, ganun. Um, kasi the, uh, the, this is like a special story. Like, I was in Cambodia the last time. Uh, I had an event with the Philippine Embassy. Uh, kasama ko yung SS Philhealth Pag-ibig. We had a weekend event. Pirinasis namin. Ako yung nag-process ng bayad. Ako yung authorized. So anyway, umalis na si Philhealth SS Pag-ibig. Sunday. Hiningi ko yung tarpaulin nila. Yung six-foot signs nila. Sabi ko, Sir, uh, ma'am, akin na lang po to sa store. Lalagay ko para alam ng Pilipino na may SS Pag-ibig. Tapos, Nilagay ko siya, the next day, nandun yung guard namin na Kemer, na matagal namin empleyado yon mga 10 years na. Makatingin siya. Tapos kausap niya yung kapitbahe namin Kemer, na magaling mag Tinuro nila yung SS na poster, sa OFW. Sabi, sabi niya, What, what's that? Sabi ko, oh, it's the Philippine government. You pay um, like, uh, ano ba $1,000? $20 a month. And then, uh, you get pension when you retire. Sabi nung Cambodian, ah, that's that's amazing. Can we join? <laughs> Kasi sa Cambodia, walang SS program. Oh, wala? Eh. Wala silang SS program, parikoy? Well, it doesn't exist. Kaya nga fourth world eh. You know, those things that we take right. for granted. Ano sa, mas tinuro niya, sabi niya, what's that? Feel health naman, feel health na po. So sabi ko, oh, um, that's for us Filipinos when we go abroad. You pay um, $50 for one year. And uh, it helps, you know, when you give birth, uh, when you get hospitalized abroad, you get reimbursement, you know, they pay you back. Just give Oh, my God. Hunsen, si yung Hunsen, yung diktador nila. Hunsen would never think of that. <laughs> you know, like, that, that's inconceivable in our mm-hmm. in our country. Yeah. Tapos tina, tinuro na yung pag-ibig. Oh, sabi ko, oh, that, that's just what, 250 a month, uh, $5. And you, they give you a loan to buy a house. What? Haba? $50 and then you can buy a house. Tapos ako rin, parang nagulat din ako. Oh, <laughs> 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 parang ako, parang, 
pag-ibig ako everyday ah, pero na-amaze din ako sa reaction nila. Hmm. Ano, amazing nga nun, no? Mas parang na- na-appreciate ko yung Pinas na, oo nga, gulo-gulo sa atin, daming corruption, you know, whatever, right. dami na. Pero ang advance din pala natin na we can, we've come up with these benefits and it works, ah. it's not for, kung may corruption, pero makakuha ka pa rin, kahit pa paano, it works, di ba? There's more good than bad. And ever since then, I appreciated more what we offer, what our government has done, what we have offered our overseas Filipino workers. And parang na, naging mission ko tuloy na sabihin yung OFW, hey, get insurance, but basic is pay your SS kasi it really right. helps uh, in the long run. There, there, malakas kita mo ngayon, pero at some yeah. point. You can't work forever, pare. You can't work forever. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Yeah, and especially if yung bansa mo is you cannot be a citizen, yeah. Uh, especially more so, you should pay your SS. Kung pwede, kung pwede kang mag-citizen, pwedeng siguro hindi na magbayad. Pero yung talagang, you have like Singapore and Dubai, alam ko eh, Taiwan, Hong Kong, uh, Sing- uh, yeah, I mentioned Singapore, sa Cambodia, actually, hira- yun nga, most countries talaga bawal, maging, or ang hirap maging citizen. So man, take care of, of your SS. Very important. Ang buong tutum yun eh. So when you give birth, Diba may SS assistance right. sa mga buntis? Yeah. Until mamatay ka, may death reimbursement yon. Tapos pag buhay ka, merong loans, merong mga health benefits. So parang womb to tomb right. siya. And let's take advantage of it because other countries don't right. have. Iba talaga when you live in a different culture no or a different country na ububukas yung mata mo eh. Tama, yun nga yun yung napag-usapan natin before na yung kumbaga yung perspective mo Naki- nakikita mo kung swerte ka pala alam mo yun na parang sinasabi mm-hmm. mo ang malas-malas mo. Oo. Yeah, you have a lot of complaint pag nasa Pilipinas Oo. ka but then when you move parang oh wait. Oh, tama, tama yun. In our country, meron ding bad but there are a lot of good things then. True. So, yeah. True. Mas na-appreciate yeah. mo talaga. Yeah. Yeah. Last question, right? Um, this is something we always ask to my guests, Damon. Is there any like quotes that you live by? Oh yeah, there's one recent one that's really helped me by Bo Sanchez. Um, he said, "If you make long-term decisions, you tend to make very good short-term decisions." Yeah. So I I can give my MBA as an example. It was a long-term decision, diba? Parang I want my MBA, I want my degree. So yung short-term decisions ko is, oh, I gotta go to school. Yeah. I gotta find a way to pay this. Kailangan kong magising. Kasi I was night shift, ha? and then, so magig- matutulog ako 12 a.m., 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. Tapos by lunch lang, gising ako to have lunch, 12 or 2. Tapos nung 2 o'clock, diretso na ako sa Ateneo. Until 10 na yun, 2 to 10, tapos 2. So parang, Three years yung zombie ako. Like, kulang, hindi ko nga alam paano ako, hindi ako nakabangga nun eh. So, yun, yun yung quote ko. If, uh, when you make long-term decisions, you tend to make very good short-term decisions. So, ayaw natin balikta rin yun, make good short-term decisions and bahala na yung long-term decisions. Mm. <laughs> uh, yung SS, pwede natin right. apply doon, di ba? So, magka-lifetime pension. So, yung short-term decision mo, hey, make the discipline to pay every month or quarterly or yearly. Pero we've had S- uh, OFWs na 10 years na hindi nakabayad, 20. Tapos pagdating nila na 60, 65, uy, pwede bang mag-contribute ng ganito? Ay nga, habulin nila. Habulin nila yung... Too late. Wala yeah. na, it's too late. Yeah. We have to tell, we're very sorry. Alam ko na yan, pag may nagmamadali ng contribution, may, may edad na yan. Mm. Yeah. 
Huling hirit. Huling hirit. Baka pwede pa. Baka pwede naman. Baka pwede pa. Uwi na akong Pinas. Magre-retire na ako. Ay, nako ma'am. Magsasad story na. Ay, nako ma'am. Right. We learned a lot from you. I think my favorite is we got from you na you have to constantly learn and study. You improve yourself. Improve, yeah, yun nga yung sasabihin ko. Continuously mm-hmm. improve yourself. Ang galing eh. Ang galing. Yeah. And thank you so much for being part of our show. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you for having me. This is so fun. We want to talk with Rai more, but tipid lang yung, yung episode time natin. And again, thank you for listening to our episode, Lynette. Well, don't forget to subscribe or leave us a comment. And remember, Thursday, 6am Philippine time. Thank, thank you, Rai. Thank you, everyone. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Bye. Bye.